Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studios at the Avenue in downtown Milwaukee, this is Wisconsin's Morning News. Here's your host, Vince Vetrano. You perhaps have wondered why we do our taxes the way we do our taxes. I really don't know what I'm doing. Can you tell me how much I owe and I'll just pay it? No, we can't do that. You have to figure out that amount for yourself. (laughs) Indeed. And if you end up surprised by how much you owe, not much you can do about it this year. But for next year, there is ABC's Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. Are you withholding enough? Are you sure? I'm Daria Albinger with today's tax tip. So you were planning on getting a refund, but after you or your tax prep pro crunched all the numbers, you found out you owe Uncle Sam. You may not be able to do much with this return, but you can put yourself in a position for that refund next year. IRS spokesman Anthony Burke says start by going to IRS.gov. We advise that people use the IRS estimator to figure out what your withholding should be for your W-4. This is the form that you file with your employer to determine withholding. And while a refund is nice, Burke says consider this. Some people are overwithheld. They're getting a bigger refund than they really want to get each year. Um, They could be using that money throughout the year rather than getting it as a big lump sum after they file their return. So it's important on both sides to try to get your withholding and get that refund at the amount that you want. With today's tax tip, Daria Albinger, ABC News. Tax tips are brought to you by the Neal Group. For less stress with the IRS, visit nealgroup.net. That's N-E-A-L group.net for a free consultation. We already know how much you owe exactly. I mean, down to the penny, but you still have to figure that out for yourself. Well, what if I get that amount wrong? You go to federal prison. What? Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The long wait is over. The regular season for Major League Baseball is finally here as the Milwaukee Brewers wrapped up their spring training with a win on Tuesday afternoon against Colorado Rockies by a final score of 8-1. to Freddie Peralta on his last tune-up heading into the regular season looked Pretty, pretty good going four and two-thirds innings, allowing no runs and striking out five batters. Luke Voigt, who homered in that game as well, also signed a one-year deal with the Brew Crew on Monday. Well, he's excited to just keep on playing baseball. This baseball world is very humbling, and it's humbled me a lot this year. Um, and, you know, I... I uh, I appreciate this, and you know, I just worked. Uh, I worked my butt off to get back to this opportunity, and you know, I, I feel like I got a lot to give to this team, to, to baseball, and you know, hopefully, I can play as long as I can. And um, I'm excited to do it, and you know, the blue and yellow. First pitch for the Brewers and Cubs season opener is Thursday, beginning at 1:20 in the afternoon. You can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ, beginning at 12:45. Over to the NFL, where the owners' meetings are currently taking place down in Arizona, and still no trade or an agreement for the four-time MVP, and apparently there is no rush to do so for either side. Sounds like Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are committed to one another. There's only one issue with that. The Green Bay Packers have not agreed to a trade, and the two sides are not close right now to agreeing to a trade that would send Rodgers to the Jets. Now, that can change just like that, Laura. These two sides can get together here at the combine. I happened to be walking in the hotel when Joe Douglas and Brian Gutekinds were walking essentially right in the same vicinity. So they could have one conversation and it could change things. But right now, both sides are extremely patient and both sides are not willing 
to give in. The Green Bay Packers are holding forth their demands of what they believe a franchise quarterback should be worth. And the Jets are saying, we're the only team in the league that was willing to take on a 39-year-old quarterback with $110 million in guaranteed money. And neither side seems to be in a rush right now to make something happen. ESPN's Adam Schefter there on the latest in Arizona where those meetings are currently taking place. The NFL draft, which is probably the next big date on the offseason schedule, that begins on April 27th. And over to the NBA where the Bucks had an off day, but they did get a nice assist from the Washington Wizards as they beat Boston on Tuesday night, helping push Milwaukee's lead to two and a half games for the race to the top spot in the Eastern Conference. Bobby Portis addressing the media on Tuesday afternoon. He knows things are looking pretty good for the Bucs, especially with getting Chris Middleton back in the fold. The highs and lows that come with coming back from injury is not going to be the same right away. Um, it's going to be some sneaker days where you're like, damn, I should have made this and made that, or it just ain't happening. But um, with us, uh, we kind of let him gradually grow throughout the season, and um, I think that's going to propel us going forward. The Bucks are back at it tonight against the Indiana Pacers. Tip-off is set for 6 p.m. As always, you can catch full coverage right here on WTMJ beginning at 5.30. Coming up, did I get what I deserved? Signing Unlimited, WTMJ News Time 719. Seven twenty-two on Wisconsin's Morning News. I have an update to the update, fellas. I gave you the deodorant update this morning. You know, somebody texted in on the old National Bank talk and text line, 855-616-1620, on perhaps why I have been left feeling eh, eh, with a customer engagement experience. Let me tell you what the texter writes, then I'll back up and fill you in on the story. It's been a, become a huge thing in recent years to send in complaints to companies to intentionally get free stuff. Sometimes they'll threaten to complain on social media. Social media extortion is what the texter calls it. Said it's been really bad for restaurants in particular. Companies have started to push back. If you've been made whole with their response, that's probably the best you will do. That is the best that I did. So I told everyone, I think we were talking about this a week or so ago. I always get the same kind of deodorant. And I didn't name the company initially because I wanted no special treatment. I just wanted to be a guy, a consumer, interacting with a company Man of the people. Yes. Wanted to do a case study on how they would react to my customer issue. But uh, I have a response from the company now, so I'll name them. It's uh, I use degree deodorant. And it's just plain old, no smelling. They they actually call it black and white because it's no smells, no anything. Just I don't want to smell like anything in there. Okay. (laughs) So I usually buy it in these two packs. And I open up the two pack. And one of the sticks of deodorant felt, it's a solid, One felt heavier than the other. So I go for the light one first. I open the thing up. I pop the top off, and there's nothing in there. It's like a clean packaging, just the casing. There was never anything in there. There was no, like, attempt, it seemed, to fill this. So I had no deodorant. So a lot of folks here texted in or called and said, oh, you just just take it back to the store where you got it. Even if you don't have the receipt, they'll give you one. Well, that's fine, but I wanted to see what what else could I get maybe. Sure. Not because it was about the five bucks or whatever that I was out or even really about, you know, losing my mind over deodorant. I wanted to find out, like, what is that customer interaction? Because I'm I'm loyal to this brand, right? So I go on their website. I fill out the thing. You know, if you have a customer concern, they don't call it a complaint. I had a concern. Told them all my stuff. There was an exchange of emails of QR codes and receipt and things like that. And I finally received something in the mail the other day. It reads, Dear Vince Vetrano, that's me. I came from the Degree Consumer Engagement Center. 
Thank you for contacting us regarding Degree Corporate. Uh, we are very sorry to learn that you had this experience. Our company is dedicated to nah, 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 a bunch of stuff about how awesome they are. Uh, we are concerned when we hear of a problem involving one of our products and we'll share your comments with appropriate staff. So that's whoever's on the manufacturing line who forgot to hit the button or whatever. The robot that fills up the thing <laughs> right. is getting Somebody, a, is just getting worked over today, yeah. Some droid in there, right? Some R2 unit. <laughs> R2? You Thinking of becoming on Wisconsin's Morning News. Just want to mention once again, today, March 29th, is National Vietnam War Veterans Day. In terms of a special day of observance specifically for our Vietnam vets, the the day is relatively new. It was established by a proclamation signed by President Obama in 2012. And then in 2017, the Vietnam War Veterans Recognition Act was signed by President Trump. It designates every March 29th as National Vietnam War Veterans Day. As for the date, it's a 50th anniversary today, March 29th, 1973, uh, information here from VietnamWar50th.com. 29 March, a fitting choice for a day honoring Vietnam veterans. It was chosen to be observed in perpetuity as March 29, 1973 was the day United States Military Assistance Command in Vietnam was disestablished and also the day the last U.S. combat troops departed Vietnam. In addition, on and around this same day, Hanoi released the last of its acknowledged prisoners of war there's an event at the war memorial center downtown a welcome home event at 11:30 this morning wreath laying at wood national cemetery also today so just a thank you to our local veterans from vietnam and their families for the sacrifices that they made over those years both sad and ultimately right here now though that all these years later you are finally getting the welcome home you have long deserved 743 on wisconsin's morning news Time for an update from the Gruber Law Office's One Call, That's All Sports Desk. Here's Brandon Snide. The long wait is over, baseball fans. Spring training is all complete for the Milwaukee Brewers as they win their finale 8-1 over the Colorado Rockies. Freddie Peralta got the start going four and two-thirds innings, allowing no runs and striking out five. Both Luke Voigt and Jesse Winker homered for the crew as they now look ahead to their regular season opener in Chicago on Thursday. 745, and as we relaunch our Brewers 360 every day here during Brewers season, you know, there are fits and starts to anything that we're getting going again. Greg Pancake Hill, you know, produces the program here, and so he lines up the guests for us. And I asked you, Greg, if you'd reach out to Levo and yeah. see if he was uh, ready to go for today. Absolutely. So I text- Can you detail your interaction? I texted him yesterday on the super secret talking text line. Okay. So, hey, Jeff, hope Arizona treated you well. Checking in, you're all good to come on your first Brewers 360 hit with Vince tomorrow morning, same time as last season, 745. He says, ooh, baby, fire it up. I'll be ready. Yeah! Yeah! Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Brewers play-by-play voice, Jeff Levering. Morning, left. Hey, what's happening, everybody? I can say, yes, I'm excited because I'm back on Central Time for the first time in six weeks. But that's why we're doing it. <laughs> Miss you guys. We're ready to roll. Let's get this thing going. Oh, man, it's been great hearing you. So not a lot of time. I, I was interested in this. Not a lot of time for for you, certainly for the players, coaches, everybody involved with the Brewers to get settled. Yet your last spring training game, Tuesday, you got this middle day, and then it's on the road to Chicago. 
Yeah, it's uh, about 12 hours here in the city of Milwaukee. Nice. Um, I had a chance to reacquaint myself with my bed for, I don't know, a few hours last night. Um, unpack the bag, got to pack again just to go to Chicago. Uh, but no, I think this team is it's ready to go. Um, you know, for whatever reason, Arizona's weather, and when I'm not going to complain about the weather because I know what you guys were dealing with here in Milwaukee too. Um, but it was a, a colder spring. The best two days that they had were the last two days. Uh, for us to say goodbye. So I think they're just ready to get going. Uh, the team is all but settled. Um, and I, I think that they're just ready for games to start mattering again. Spring training can be a grind. It feels like Groundhog Day every day. Uh, so they're ready for for the bell to, to ring tomorrow. Now we're ready for it, too. Let me ask you this, because the conventional wisdom at the end of last season, Jeff, was – Man, if we just had a few guys who hit a little bit better with the pitching staff that we had, we'd have been right there. Any thoughts on whether we improved in that department this year as we enter the regular season? I do think that the Brewers will have a more consistent offense, especially against left-handed pitching. I know we said that last year, too, with the addition of Andrew McCutcheon. Uh, but I think that the, the Brewers did a really nice job of, of picking up new players, um, you know, the William Contreras deal is a big one. I think Bryce Terang starting the season in the big leagues is a, is a big deal. Brian Anderson coming over from the Marlins is a big deal. Um, I think that they're going to be a, a much better team offensively, more consistent. Uh, we'll put it that way. Just might not have as much power, but they're going to have nine different types of hitters. Connor Dawson, our heading coach, was on TV with us a couple of days ago. And he said, listen, last year, everybody knew we're all just trying to swing from the fences, trying to hit home runs. That was the only way we were going to score runs. I think the Brewers are going to be more creative with the ways that they can score runs in 2023. Talking with Brewers play-by-play man Jeff Levering. I want to ask you about this because you're around young guys who are trying to make the squad. They're living out a dream. They hope to hear those words. You made the roster. And you mentioned Terang. He gets the sit-down with the skipper the other day. And the skipper decides to, like, make it sound like he didn't make the squad. I was thinking, like, man, not funny. <laughs> yeah, we've optioned you to Chicago. Right. And unless, I mean, you've heard I've been optioned before, right? So yes. in your first mind, you think, okay, I hear the word option. Oh, man, I'm <sighs> going back to Nashville. Or, oh, where does Nashville start the season? And then it starts to sink in. I mean, it was... It was a big kick to the shins a little bit there for a moment, but then when Bryce Terrain figured out what was going on, I think it worked perfectly. And that's that's the right guy you can do it to, Bryce, because he gets it. He's got that nice, dry sense of humor, kind of like Craig does. Um, and, and you live for those moments. You want to see those moments for those players who have worked their whole lives to try and get to the big leagues. And it's going to be a big day for him and Bryce. Uh, tomorrow and for uh, for Gus Farland too. Uh, great to hear you back with us, uh, Jeff. Are you TV or radio tomorrow? I'm TV tomorrow, but then radio for the weekend. Fantastic. Look forward to our Wednesdays together through the season, my friend. You got it, Vince. Be well. 749 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Mark Tauscher joins us next. Idea Man. When Brett Favre came back in 08. Innovator. Which Aaron Rodgers could, hey, this could be the first offseason in a while. He decides in April, you know what, guys? You're not going to trade me. I'm coming to Lampo. I'm going to start working out with the team. And Packers Hall of Famer. It will be Circus City, USA. It's time for Tausch. Mark Tauscher on Wisconsin's Morning News. Presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and Kohler Services. 7.53 on Wisconsin's Morning News. Tausch, I mean, 
If you'll allow, because there's not really any movement on the Aaron Rodgers thing and opening day not till tomorrow, can I ask you about something else you've been tweeting about lately? Absolutely. The, it's are, not artificial intelligence. It, it, is, it absolutely is. Uh, are yeah, you freaking out. Are you a little creeped out by this? I'm sorry. It's, it's too bad totally Eric's not here because he just th- he is fascinated by what's going to be happening with a- artificial intelligence over the next several years. Uh, well, listen, I think we're all fascinated by it, but you know, I I think for some of us, you know, I'm middle middle aged dude, forty five, forty six years old. I think we all looked back at like the Terminator movies and some of this other stuff where machines take over, and we kind of laughed and chuckled, and then. Yeah, the internet got more and more popular, and it, it's you know continued to speeding up life at a quick uh, pace. And then uh, on our flight back uh, from overseas, I just got into a rabbit hole where I couldn't stop getting more info on all of the stuff that's going on and how fast things are coming. And some of the stuff where there was someone who's not even like really talented at artificial intelligence. They started putting lyrics together for Kanye West, some of the anti-Semitic things, it, you know, some of the stuff that he said, trying to put it into a you know, rap form. And then within five minutes, this person had put all this together, and you would have thought Kanye West was singing the lyrics that this person put out, and it sounded like a legit album. And, Yikes. and you're, I'm just wondering, if this is where this is going, all of the jobs, I'm fascinated and I'm completely freaked out by it. Well, they had the story, too, about uh, the Pope had to clarify, no, that wasn't me in that puffer jacket or whatever they had him in. They like That's it, a good-looking coat. It did yeah, look I, good, right? I so mean, why not reconsider? It, it did, but I think, you know, with how things have went the last you know five, six years with disinformation and ministries of truth and not being able to tell what's real and not, now the fact you're going to be able to artificially just start doing things and voiceovers and it is very concerning and i think for me i understand there's a race to the top whether it's different countries chasing this technology and we're doing it and whoever wins i'd heard somebody said whoever wins this battle will rule the world i believe them and i so i think there should have been more conversation about all of the effects that this is going to have on jobs and on life and sense of purpose. And there's so many things. There's so many positive things that can come, whether it's being able to diagnose cancer earlier and health-wise. But there's so many things that are going to just completely change the way we live. Like, on a whole level, none of us understand. And the fact that it's just happening without anybody really acknowledging it, that freaks me out, man. Uh, it freaks me out as well, Tosh. You know what else freaks me out? This this whole Packers situation. Solid pivot there, I, I can't. Yeah, That's I'm a trying. great transition. Right? I, I great transition. I, I, I'm losing sleep here, Tosh. But I want to I ask you about your tweet uh, yesterday where you rev- referenced the Jordy Nelson release. And I'm, in, I'm fascinated, speaking of fascination, by your thoughts behind that. Now, you kind of alluded to you think it was the start of the end for the Rodgers and Green Bay relationship. Do you think it was the right choice, though, that Green Bay made when they released him in, uh, what was it, 2018? Yeah, I mean, so my partner in crime on our show, Wilde and Tausch, Jason has been adamant that that was the worst decision. And I I don't mind the fact that, listen, there's never a good way to let a really important player in your team go. Age sucks. 
you, you, you lose a little bit and you're not as good. I understand all that. But what my point was, and man, I didn't realize how crazy things were going to get on Twitter. I went away from my phone for a little <laughs> bit and I got back and I was like, what the heck is going on? And it's you know, Jordy Nelson this and what are you supposed to do? The point on it is that decision and how Goody handled it with get the offer that they put out to Jordy, I think Aaron looked at that because Aaron obviously felt like with Jordy he was still going to be very productive. Had they given him anything close to a fair market deal, they would have still been productive. Once they decided to do that without telling Aaron, that started this whole distrust and this whole animosity between Aaron Rodgers and the front office. That was my point. Not about Jimmy Graham and Jordy Nelson. It was sure. all of these things as a player, you're humming along. And then all of a sudden you get to like year five or six, and one of your good buddies gets cut and gets traded or gets released, and all of a sudden you it slaps you in the face that your own football mortality comes. And I think that was the moment for Aaron, and that was the starting point to where we saw Brian Gutekunst's comments on, I guess, Tuesday. That's kind of going to be the finishing point. That was my point, and, man, it got construed in a lot of different ways. No disinformation there, Mark Tauscher. The natural. <laughs> That's real. That's not yeah. AI, folks. No artificial, nothing artificial <laughs> yet. Maybe tomorrow I'll fake it. You okay. won't know. I hope not. We got trivia tomorrow, dude. All right. Well, I can, maybe I can finally win one with the artificial intelligence. <laughs> All of us included. Thanks, Tausch. Talk tomorrow. See ya. Business headlines are up next. Here's the Milwaukee Business Journal's Sean Ryan. If my intelligence is artificial, then why am I so much smarter than you? You're wondering who I am.